Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are talking about expanded consciousness. It's a big word. What does it mean? How can you do it at home? And we're going to talk about some crazy deep dives, some little rabbit holes we're going to go into. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So I get the the text. I do. Yes. Every every week I get this text. (laughs) You know, this is the topic. Yeah. I didn't even say this. It actually, it was just two words. It was expanded consciousness. Yeah. I just see it cr- come across my, my text. I'm like, what? What is this? Yeah. I'm sitting across from the living room and yeah. you just get a text and you're like, what is this? Like, is this kind of <laughs> some sort of message? Should I be thinking more? Right. Like, am I not doing something? Is this a grocery list item? Yeah. Like, what right. is this? <laughs> you know, my, is my ignorance showing here and I got to come out of it? Whatever. But no, I'm just like, you know, take it away. Yeah. Take it away. Take go, it away. Go do your thing. Go do you. Right. <laughs> I mean, the last time I was told this, you know, we came up with the house of hell. And, or was Oh, the, yeah. The, the, the uh, house of death. The house of death. Right. right. The house of death. So, all right. So I looked up the debt. First, I wanted to look up the definition. Make sure I got exactly what you were talking about. So I went to dictionary.com and this is what it said. You're such a researcher. Yes. First thing that popped <laughs> up. <laughs> Didn't even check any other sources. You're <laughs> okay. such a scholar. Yes. So the definition they gave was a sense that one's mind has been open to new or larger kind of awareness associated particularly with mystical experiences, meditation, or hallucinogenic drug use. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's what... That's what you think of. Yeah, mystical you're like, experiences. oh, expanded consciousness. When did you go on a wild trip or something right. or a retreat? Or, yeah. yeah. Did you meditate for 72 hours? It's considered very new agey or something. In Sedona. Right. right exactly. Yeah, exactly. New agey. So I'm like, okay, so where do I go with this? Now, when I think of expanded consciousness, I, you know, the first thing I, that comes to mind, because you know, as a history teacher, is always the Buddha, mm. Siddhartha, the Buddha, mm-hmm. because he was the one that, I guess, you know, he's the awakened, the enlightened one. You okay. know, when we think of like spiritual awakenings, where did it all begin? I don't know. I always think the Buddha. I could be. I mean, I could be totally wrong on that. And other people. When did could that think, start? All right. So, history lesson time. Yeah. All right. We, we could do a little history. <laughs> All right, so let's let's go into the Buddha. All right, okay. the enlightened one. All right, I'm having like ninth grade flashbacks. Is that yeah. normal well, right we, now? I don't remember what episode. <laughs> is that normal for me in this moment? No, no. Is no. this a ninth grade? Well, this grade? would be a ninth grade. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, this would be. Ninth I'm grade. having like a whole ninth grade flashback moment. It, I'm having a. Oh my god. I'm, my actually, my mind's. <laughs> what is it called when you detract your consciousness? <laughs> it's like a subtractedness. <laughs> yeah, I'm subtracting. You're subtracting consciousness because I'm thinking back to my teaching days. Teaching ninth graders. It's like making my mind shrivel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, this would be a ninth grade thing. Uh, and we did – I can't remember what episode. We did Hinduism. Yeah, and, I forget. Yeah, I don't know. Someone someone tell us. I, oh, thank you. Okay. So somebody <laughs> in the audience told us. Right. Remember we, yeah. We st- oh, we still do have an audience. Yeah, okay. right. Oh, yeah. You used to pretend that. That was your inside joke for a while. Yeah, right. <laughs> we just let them die sometimes and we don't remind you. Of the joke. To yeah. To bring them back. I haven't made an Amish joke in many, many episodes. Yeah. I haven't said Jumanji in a while. Jumanji, Jumanji, Jumanji. This is for the guys. Um, we need more guy uh, listenership. All right. Okay, anyway, Scott. so all right, let's move on. So, northern India. Picture it, northern India. <laughs> You're, now, roughly two thousand years ago, there's a lot of debate on when the Buddha lived. You know, some people say you know 563 BC. Some people say it's 100 years earlier. Some people say it's 100 years later. So there's no set 
date yeah. exactly when he was born. They, they, they know roughly. Are there people like actually fighting about this right now? Oh, yeah. Right oh, now, really? Right now, there's a fight going on. Wow. Yeah. As okay. we speak, there's a fight going on somewhere. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that would be like modern day Nepal, where he was born, along like the Ganges River or something like that. So he was Hindu. So Buddha was born into Hindu. That's why I said, going back to the Hinduism okay. episode. So at that time, there was no Buddhism. If you were in India, most likely you were practicing Hinduism or, mm-hmm. or some sort. Or offshoot of Hinduism. Okay. And remember, Hinduism was very, very strict. You were When you were born into a caste, you were stuck into that caste until your next lifetime when you could reincarnate, when you would reincarnate, and then you would hopefully come back as a higher caste, right? Okay. Or you could come back as a lower if you didn't right. do what you were supposed to do in that lifetime, your okay. karma and your dharma. Okay. But the Buddha was born into a very wealthy caste. He was warrior caste, which was oh. very close to the top. Okay. You know, so he was very close to reaching what was called Brahman, which is like oneness with the universe. Okay. He probably only had, you know, another three, four, seven lifetimes to go, and he would have been done and yeah. successful. So what I'm saying is that he was on the top. Yeah. You know, close to the top. He had like reincarnation privilege. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know. Right, he was there. So for him being a Hindu, right. he should have been really happy. Yeah, like you should be like you're good. Like don't don't mess that up. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't like he wasn't an untouchable where right. you know, like, like his life would have been pretty good. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. So he lived in a castle, you know. And again, this is all based on you know, oral traditions of the time and things okay. like that. So there and there's very you can read different sources and get different takes. Okay. But all right. So he lived in the castle and he was sheltered. Didn't come out of the castle. His father was very strict. Kept everything from him. Mm. So when he became, when he turned 29, he ventured out on his chariot, in a nice chariot, riding by, and he saw all this suffering. He saw like, you know, a dead body. He saw people begging in the streets. Mm. He saw, you know, poverty, hunger, all these things. And he went back into the castle and it really affected him yeah he couldn't just forget that he couldn't just forget it and he was 29 and he started you know pondering you know like what is life what is the meaning of life okay blah 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 you know maybe he had like at that time a midlife crisis could have been that, back then that might have yeah, been a midlife crisis time. yeah that's midlife and saturn return right he was in a saturn <laughs> return right <laughs> He did make it past 27, so that's good. He yeah, wasn't but it can happen like between 27 and like 29 or 30, we discovered. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So he's in his Saturn okay. return. Right. There's the Buddha in his Saturn return. It's in Hartha. He's not the Buddha yet. Right. And he goes out on a journey, leaves the castle, gives up all his wealth, gives up everything, you know, dresses poorly. Now he's dressing like me. And <laughs> okay. You know, he's, got, he's got no your Buddha shirt on. And... and and he gives everything up and he, you know, he basically gets rid of everything. You know, he doesn't eat for days. Jumanji's off the table for him. Oh, okay. Yeah, all, all this stuff. You know, he's meditating, yoga, goes into the forest, blah, 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 for six years. Wow. You know, all right, after six years, he's like this skinny little twig. And he basically can't even stand up because he's so sickly. Oh. Because he hasn't, you know, he's depriving his body of everything. There's no Buddha belly yet? There's no, <laughs> right, there's no Buddha belly. He's a little skinny like me in, in high school. Okay. And he passes out, uh-huh. almost dies, oh, wow. comes to, you know, the story says like someone saved him and gave him rice and You know a blah, lot blah. about yeah, this. Yeah, I know. All this stuff. <laughs> I, t- I used to teach it all the time. Yes. And I, and again, like I said, this is the ver- one version of the story. Yeah. Okay. 
and then he comes back to life and realizes this is not the answer. So like depriving your, yourself of everything and meditating all day long and yoga is not the way to go. And he does an about face. I guess he starts eating again. Now maybe the belly is forming. Okay, good. <laughs> and he sits under a tree and story, legend has it that he doesn't leave for seven days. Okay. You might see it as two weeks in some books. You might see it a little less, but he just sits there under, which is now known as the Bodai tree for seven days okay. or whatever, at least seven days. And in those seven days, he has the expanded consciousness oh. and he comes up with what's known as the four noble truths, okay. which is basically the major tenets of Buddhism. What are they? The four noble truths. Yeah. Oh my God. Let's see if I remember. No, I got him. I got him. Okay. You don't have to pause. I, got <laughs> I was going to pause. Like, pause pause for research. It. <laughs> yeah. Pause it and let you go get the answer. No, I know the, uh, all right. All life is suffering. Okay. That's number one. Suffering is caused by desires. Mm. Uh, the way to eliminate suffering is to eliminate desire. And then uh, the fourth one is to do that, follow the eightfold path. Okay. Those are your four. Okay. Yeah. And which which kind of makes sense. Yeah, it you know? does. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and, he, and all he's not he, wrong. No, he's not wrong. Yeah, what causes suffering? It's well, when you, you want something, right? And you can't get it. Yeah, exactly. You that's know, I used very to, basic, but it's true. Yeah, and then he teaches you the Eightfold Path will get you to what's called he calls Nirvana, which is the same in Brahman in Hinduism, and then you once you've reached uh, Nirvana, you have escaped the cycle of rebirth of the cycle of life and death. So you would no longer be Marty Martin. And oh. Ryan Hammonds. Right. You'd be off. You're not you you're anymore. One, you're, you're one with the universe. universe right. That's okay. the whole goal of Buddhism and, oh. and Hinduism as well. To like kind of live in that expanded consciousness. Is, to live in that like expanded, energy. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. That is cool. And the basic tenets are, are, are pretty neat. It you seems know, it's very just, peaceful. Yeah. It's, it's just, a peaceful religion. Like, it's very peaceful. Yeah. There's no caste system. Yeah. So you can do it in one lifetime. You mm-hmm. can get to the Eightfold Path. You do the Eightfold Path and... Get to Nirvana in one lifetime, although the Buddha and the teachings say that it takes many lifetimes because most people aren't that expanded in their consciousness sure. to do it once. Right. Um, when the Buddha died, that was it. He did it. You know, he goes up to Nirvana. Okay. The story says when he was, he was uh, ate bad food and he died. And Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, The legend says he ate bad food. The guy didn't mean to give him bad food. And then the Buddha said, forgave him for giving him the bad food, oh. the tainted food. And he went up to Nirvana. They okay. said his spirit went to Nirvana. but. Yeah, it's very interesting because it could it, you could apply it to today, and this mm-hmm. is maybe getting a little off topic, but like the right way to, to think, like think about it. Like I always used to tell the kids, you know, like when they go on like Instagram or they go on TikTok, and maybe our listeners do too. Sure. And they see how people are living. You know, your your influencer is showing you their their mansion and their new car. Like, right. look at this brand new car. Or just I like got. they're with their family and you're not. Or you know, just yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah like exactly. whatever it is. Sometimes it's just so simple. It's oh my gosh, look, they went out with friends. I didn't go out with friends. Right. Like that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Those things. And the Buddha would say, well, that's caused by your desire. Mm. And if you could eliminate that desire, you eliminate the suffering. Yeah. But obviously, you know, for a teenage kid or even us, it's hard to do. It's hard. When you see that in yeah. your face all day. When, you know, so that's what he teaches in those in those uh, in the Eightfold Path. How okay. to do that to overcome that where you don't desire much, and that, and that's why you know I call myself the Buddha because 
Okay, Scott. I kind of symbol. I have a, sim- okay. a lot of similarities. Okay, okay. To, to the boot. Okay. No, I don't really want. So you really and, reached Nirvana. I, I your expanded so. consciousness. Yeah, I really connect with him. Well, I think that's really interesting because, like, that's one story. And I think if just thinking, like, as you were talking about, I was thinking about like a lot of other religious uh, people or religious like prophets or, yeah. or heads of religion or things. Like, they all it's very similar. Like, they yes. secluded themselves for a while and had some sort of profound moment right and so what is that like where do they go like what is what is that state how do you change your thinking to get to the like level up your thinking or changing it so much and and leaving your own brain yes kind of the thing like leaving the programming leaving the everything that's created your physical brain and the limitations how do you leave that to get some sort of profundity yes yeah i mean and yes a lot of bible stories have this in there Mm -hmm. you know moses going up to the burning bush right. to, to get the commandments. You know, he's up there for a while, I think. He's not, it yeah. just doesn't happen like in the movie. Like 40 like, days yeah, he's up I there. Forget. I think he wandered the desert for 40 days. And right. A lot of it happens in the desert, too. Desert. Because maybe that's a, a I don't know. What, what's yeah, about to, that landscape? Honestly, to me, it's like a metaphor. Okay. So, like, they go into the desert. They yeah. go in, you know, you have to, to me, it's a metaphor for going within. You know, and, and okay. listen, if you want to believe it literally, go for it. Right. You know what I mean? That's fine. But just for me, the way that I connect to those stories is like the desert is a barren landscape. Nobody wants to walk through that. It, it's it's not comfortable. There's a lot of discomfort. There's sadness. There's your, there's just you, you, and you. And that's what happens when you go in your thoughts. There's a lot of stuff you don't want to think about. There's a lot of regret. There's a lot of things you did that you don't, you don't want to remember again. But when you go through all that stuff, like there's an epiphany that can happen. And some, and, and to me, that's like the desert to an oasis or, you right. know, get, getting through that. Okay. So it's, to me, it's like a metaphor. Yeah. And, and again, yes. It, and it does pop up throughout history. So there's maybe something to this. I don't, I don't know. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Very interesting. I mean, obviously I, you know, whether you believe this story or not, the, in terms of expanded consciousness is, you know, I, this is my thing. I don't think you have to go to these extremes. Mm. That That's what I'm, yeah. my, my point here. I agree. You don't have to go and meditate straight for seven <laughs> days or two weeks or whatever the Buddha did. You could just do it in the comforts of your own home. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you could be in our discussion groups. And I feel I get my mind's expanded when I listen to them talking there and add to the conversation. So there's there's ways to do it. This I, I mean, I think listening to this podcast has expanded my consciousness. Yeah, and I'm going to talk about that more in depth and, and coming up and exactly how to do it and just what it is, how to do it, and how to do it now. Okay, so we'll do that. We have a couple of ads, but then after you do that, oh, yeah, we're going to go to a couple of extreme cases mm-hmm. of expanded consciousness. I get up early and I force myself out of bed. You know, I got kids, so I got to get them ready for school and stuff. And I grab my cup of coffee and I also grab something else. I grab my ocean eyes serum from Osea. This is the shot of espresso to my eyes. When I wake up, I swear, like sometimes I can't even open them and I will just put the ocean eyes serum on the entire eye area. It brightens, it smooths, it depuffs. Like my eye skin, I swear it like sucks it up. (laughs) It sucks it up. It's, I crave it. I've never craved something as much as I crave the Ocean Eyes Serum from Osea. Ocean Eyes Serum 
has this cooling roller ball that you apply it with and it refreshes and just awakens that whole area and it's clinically proven it's clinically proven to brighten the look of eyes reduce the look of crow's feet and under eye bags diminish puffiness and dark circles smooth the look of fine lines and wrinkles and it uses high performance ingredients such as hyaluronic acid peptides and undaria seaweed you know Osea has been making seaweed-infused products that are safe for your skin and the planet for over 27 years. All their products are clean, vegan, cruelty-free, climate-neutral, powered by seaweed, and conceived in California. So you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. So spring into your most radiant skin yet with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code KYA at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to Osea, O-S-E-A, Malibu.com and use code KYA for 10% off. It is spring And let me tell you something, you're probably like me looking in your closet and being like, ooh, I have to refresh some things here. I have to add a little something to my wardrobe. And let me tell you, all my favorite looks come from Stitch Fix. With Stitch Fix, they have this range of wear now styles and spring forward colors, trends, and patterns to just help you refresh your wardrobe. With Stitch Fix, you can get a personal stylist who will curate the perfect pieces for your unique style and fit. Get started now and bring some new life to your wardrobe this season. Whenever I just am looking a little tired in there, I'm like, ooh, I just schedule a fix. It is that easy. Stitch Fix is the best way to discover new styles and brands just for you. You're not sure what you look good in. You're not sure if you want to go try something. Your personal stylist, they got you. Think of Stitch Fix as like your style partner. Your stylist will learn all about your tastes and they collaborate with you on looks you'll love. They listen really well. All you have to do is answer a few questions about where you typically like to shop, what you like to wear, and your price range with your choices in mind in a wide range of sizes available from extra small to 3X. 3X you'll find your perfect fit. They've got you covered with over 1,000 brands and styles. And here's the thing. You try your pieces at home before you buy them. It's, it's amazing. You just keep what you love and you just send back the rest. Plus, shipping, returns, and exchanges, they're free. There's like no strings attached here. And there's no subscription required either. You just order a refresh whenever you need it or set it and forget it with regular seasonal fixes. I mean, you're completely in control. So right now, Stitch Fix is offering my listeners $20 off their first fix at stitchfix.com slash KYA. That's stitchfix.com slash KYA for $20 off today. Stitchfix.com slash KYA. Something I've been really interested lately in my own spiritual practice is something called expanded consciousness. And that's like a big word and it means a lot of different things. And you can go down a whole rabbit hole. There's a lot of, I mean, humans have been talking about this for millennia. Uh, There's so many different spiritual teachings. A lot of different cultures have their takes on it. And I mean, you, you can really look into it. It's a fascinating topic, but it can also do this thing where you feel overwhelmed and that it's not accessible to you, which trick of the 3D world, that's what always ends up happening. If you ever notice the pattern, there's something really awesome out there, but then there's so many different ways to get to it. And the point is to make you feel separate. And the funny thing is, is expanded consciousness is actually supposed to make you feel 
whole and a part of everything and present and it's within you. It's not something you have to go travel to find and it's accessible to you right now. Doing dishes, not going anywhere, not spending a dime, home today, now. Expanded consciousness is available to you. So as we like to do on here, I'm making the paranormal normal today and I'm talking about expanded consciousness. Like I said, it's a big word. But what is expanded consciousness? Expanded consciousness is the belief that since our brains ourselves, like our brains, that physical matter in between your ears is a limited thing. And it is. Every time you have an experience, you filter through it with your brain, your programming, your culture, your beliefs, how you were raised, your traumas. Um, I mean, there's so many different ways that you have a filter for perceiving reality And you know it's not you. It's just the filter of this lifetime. And it affects you. And and that filter keeps you separate from the whole or the consciousness of the universe. So how expanded consciousness works is you understand this about yourself and you just attempt to think beyond it. That's it. That's all expanded consciousness is. You just sit there and you question yourself. I mean, I I could end the done, we're done for today. Like I could end it right there because that's really all it is. And probably a lot of you are like, oh, I do that all the time. Like I'm constantly questioning things and my identity and my role and my filter. Yeah. So you're already doing it. But like most things, if you have a name for it, I always feel like it gives you even more power over it and more ability to grow and evolve and and create even an expanded uh, level of awareness to it. So anyways, so thinking about it, you know, all your programming, all your traumas, all your good and bad experiences, all your predetermined beliefs, I mean, all these things mess with your ability to understand the world in a different way, to switch up your perception. And we do have this need, especially when you're working from a spiritual place, as a lot of us are, um, you have this need to go beyond that, to expand that perception, so as to actually connect with your authentic self, the, the place inside of you that is eternal. You've got to get all that noise out of the way. And that's what expanded consciousness is for, and that's what it can do. And, you know, so so what is expanded consciousness anyway? So spirit, or that which is greater than us, or whatever you want to call it, it lives in the consciousness. It lives in what we're speaking about today. You can call it universe energy or source energy. It lives in a space that I know you all feel. I mean, so much of our lives are spent told that we're separate, that we're different, that we're not apart. And that feeling of isolation that I'm sure you've all experienced and sadness and loneliness and feeling like you're not in the present moment, that's all 3D stuff. That's all brain limiting consciousness stuff. So going beyond that actually gives you the connection to what is real and what is more soul aligned to you. And when you go into that space, you get a beautiful gift. And that gift is clarity. Who am I? What do I want? What's been holding me back? And you get a lot of truth. And you get an ability to kind of face things that your brain wouldn't allow you to face. So you get to find out why you're not dating the right people or why you don't like your job or why, 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 why. 
and it'll it, it the answers are there and they're there in a very plain way i mean if you think about it humans have been trying to do this forever cross-culturally it, it's obviously something that we all throughout time and history binds us like we know our brain limits us but your mind is not limited and so that tr- that leap that bridge we've been trying to connect and create forever i mean shamans using plant medicine in various cultures buddhist meditations religious experience mysticism honestly i feel like ai like we're tr- we're still trying in artificial intelligence like that is a whole separate episode but i feel like it's another it's yet another attempt to tap into the greater consciousness, although that feels completely opposite to me, but we'll get there. Um, but there is this awareness of being trapped in our own brains as we try to connect with the power, that consciousness, that knowing beyond us and beyond our own perception. Um, so you have an access point to your expanded consciousness and it's in your own power and it's through your own personal work and i'm going to tell you exactly how to do that and in different ways but like i said bottom line it's just sitting down and asking yourself those questions who am i what am i doing what's blocking me you know and allowing yourself to just sit in the truth why do we want to expand our consciousness anyways like how does this help us So reaching out and tapping into the consciousness that surrounds us all, that eternal collective vibration, which has predated us and is completely eternal, it allows us to tap into universe energy, universe perception, and universal truth. Because our brain beliefs are so limiting in expanded consciousness, those those limitations don't exist. It's like in Mean Girls, the limitation does not exist. The limit does not exist. (laughs) It's like that. Anyways, so you feel completely uh, diluted from it, and then the clarity, the clarity can come to you. And and what happens is, is then you can create better intentions. We talk about manifestation a lot. The key to manifesting correctly is understanding what the heck you want. You can't manifest anything that doesn't align with who you actually are. Like I could think because of all my brain limiting programming that I want to be, I don't know, a NASA astronaut or something. And that's not, you know, I could totally convince myself that's what I want to do and totally convince myself like that's my path and stuff. And, and then when I'm wondering why it doesn't work out for me or why it's this or why it's that, you know, it's, you know, and realizing, oh no, these are just programmed beliefs or these are programming that doesn't serve me. You have to get out of the programming. So you know what your actual authentic intentions are when your personality aligns with your authenticity. That's when you can manifest better and you can do that in states of, of expanded consciousness. That's where you can get more in touch with who you are, what you want, and what your actual life purpose is here so that we can realize our potential, you know, outside the limitations of what the world's put you in. And you can create intentions that align with it. When you create an intention that aligns with who you actually are, it'll work out. But you can't do that unless you go into this expanded consciousness situation. So with meditation, intention, and a devoted practice, you can align yourself with the energy of the universe. And in doing so, this beautiful, solid peace emerges in you, a silent mind, a calm knowing. You rewire how you react to everything. 
And by tapping into expanded consciousness regularly, you can limit the amount of time, energy, and stress of things that have a hold on you that aren't productive for you. And it allows you to direct that energy towards the things that are actually going to further your growth, not waste your time. Um, and, and basically, when you do this on a regular basis, you live more peacefully, contentedly, hopefully, and you don't get sidetracked. And, and it's a forever practice. And for me, it's been a lot about meditation. And I think a lot of us are scared of meditation because like, we don't have the time, which I totally get. The more you do it, the more you crave it. I'll tell you that much. It's like when you don't take a shower for a few days and you're like, ew, <laughs> you know, like that feeling. It feels better when you do it, you know? So the more you do it, the more you're going to want to do it and the more you crave it. And what does it feel like? So a lot of us have this idea. I mean, everybody meditates differently. Some of you have like full on flipping visions and I'm proud of you. That's awesome. And some of you tell me I fall asleep. (laughs) And some of you tell me I just laid there and I get bored and fidgety. Okay. Here's the thing with meditating. And this is just what I do. I I switch it up. You might want a guided meditation. You might just want HZ frequency music on your headphones and just set a timer for 10 minutes. That's literally all you have to do. And you can lay down and set yourself a mantra, whatever it is. I am whole. I, I don't know. I, whatever your is on your mind, just start repeating it in your mind over and over and over again. When you get sidetracked, go back to the mantra. Okay. So there's a lot of ways you can do it that aren't complicated and you will get better at it. And what you feel when you are in expanded consciousness is a couple of things. One, you might feel nothing. You might be like, wow, the time passed very quickly, but I don't even remember what happened. You might feel really bored. That's, you know, sometimes you're just not as into it as other days. It's okay. You may feel like sleepy or you might get, and this is interesting too, insight. Um, You might just get a little kernel of truth and it just comes to you and you're just like, whoa. And it's usually very simple and very profound and you better write it down. (laughs) So that can happen too. And having a quiet mind where nothing happens is absolutely fine because what you're doing is you're turning off the brain for a minute and you're allowing other things to subconsciously float through you, other energies, and they're doing good work. And these energies are expanded consciousness energies. That's how I see it. So it's kind when you drop when you drop that need or that feeling to get to something, get to a point, get to an answer, get to an end, and you simply just experience and you just be, that's when the best work can happen for you. And kind of lying there in expanded consciousness where you're just sitting and you're just open to a perception that's different than your own, a lot of insight wanders in, even if you don't realize it at first. So what are some ways we can do this that aren't super complicated? Like I said, binaural beats, HC frequencies, listen to them, rest while you're listening. If, if you're not great at closing your eyes and doing it, just sit outside, stare at a tree while you're listening to them, or just sit in nature quietly too. The point is, is no distractions and, you know, give yourself at least 10 minutes. Don't be afraid of feelings. Feelings are just feelings. Thoughts are just thoughts. I had a therapist that once told me, you know, it's just like, maybe it just clicked with me at the time because I was going through um, 
postpartum depression, but she's like, they're just thoughts. And I'm like, whoa, (laughs) you know, yeah, it's just a thought. Like, that's all it is. Your thoughts, your feelings, that's all they are. So just treat them as, as little exploratory moments, not truths or something that's like attacking you. It's just a thought. It's just a feeling. So don't be so scared of them because they're going to creep in and that's okay. Start asking them questions. Why are you here? What triggered me today? What, what is, what does this mean that I'm thinking of? Like start being observational about your own thinking and your own feeling. That's a way to play around with expanded consciousness too. Also, here's the deal. Like this is not a means to an end. Like we're not, it's different than kind of like manifesting, you know, expanded consciousness stuff. It's, it's being present and it's simply existing and it's enjoying your existence and it's, it's finding the, the seed of the universe, which is within you, not outside of you. Like the 3d world would love you to believe. So you keep spending money and time and energy on things that don't serve you, but serve the masses. So it's within you. So if you're doing this, You have to tell yourself, like, I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for my soul's evolution and nothing else. I'm not doing this to find a partner or get rich or, I don't know, anything. You're just doing this because you can. Just because you can. I used to be a Spanish teacher and I had this one dad call me and he just randomly, like, went off on me. Like, and his kid was doing fine and he liked the class. So I didn't really understand what this was about, but he just went off on me. He's like, Spanish is stupid and my kid's never going to use it. My kid's never going to learn a language. You know, he's just, he's going to work in the factory like I do. And, and that's it. So, you know, your class is dumb. And I told him he didn't have to do homework. So I don't know why he has to, to learn this stuff. And I'm like, because he can, sir. Because he can, because, because he can, like, because he can, you have, you have the, my point being, before I get all riled up again, <laughs> sorry, sidetrack, because you can, because you have a beautiful soul of infinite energy, use it, experience it, play in it. There's no other purpose than that, just to be, just to be present. You have this, so use it. And that's what this expanded consciousness practice can do for you. And if it doesn't feel complicated enough, good. Because the world wants you to think that this is some sort of complicated, like, retreat in Bali, uh, (laughs) you know, yoga retreat, paid $4 billion to get here and I wear the right pants or whatever when I meditate. No, it's literally this easy. And you already have all the tools that are right in you. So so go for it because you can. All right. Also, experiences aren't bad or good. Let's stop labeling them. It's really hard to do. I got to remind myself to do this too. It's hard to, like, if something happens to you, like your friends, like, uh, I don't know, leave you out of the group text. Maybe that's not a bad experience. Maybe that's an informative experience for lots of reasons. When we take ourselves out of it, with our, like our brains love to put us in it, main character, right? But when we take ourselves out of it, narrator, then you have a better viewpoint. Like, wow, all right, this bothers me because ABC. Um, these people in my life perhaps did not include me because XYZ, you know? Like, it's, if, you know, it's not a good or a bad experience, it's something I'm learning from. You can do that with every single thing in your life. 
And that's an expanded consciousness practice. Like when something horrific happens, like your oven breaks, like it did to me this week, out of nowhere, you can be like, hmm, I could be mad about it, but what would that do? Let me just, let me, let me stir in my frustration. Let me think about it. You know, there's so many, and, and I'm a lot more chill, I guess is my point. So being calm and focused and centered is a, is a great symptom of using your expanded consciousness abilities. You know, here's the deal. Everything is meaningless until you give it meaning. Say that to yourself like five more times. Everything's meaningless until you give it meaning. The universe, like if you look at nature, if you look at the world, if you look at it's it's all meaningless. Like people are the ones that give it meaning. And sometimes we don't know the meaning and we run to somebody else's perception or perspective to give it. Even this podcast, like all this is meaningless. I'm I'm trying to tell you to give it meaning yourself. Don't go to anybody else's meaning and the meaning you give it. Ask yourself, how is my own brain and perceptions filtering through what this meaning is? Because my meaning for something and your meaning for something and somebody else's meaning for something can be completely different. So what does that tell you about meaning? It doesn't exist. And it's something you have control over. So you might as well give yourself things the meaning that, you know, gives you the most power and control. And for me, it's like a neutrality. Like, okay, it is what it is. You know, it's, it's, it's meaningless until I give it meaning. And even that is a very subjective thing. That little voice inside of you, you're going to start trusting it more. It's quiet. It's calm. I talk about this in, in my book, the Psychic Workbook. It, you know, the voice of spirit, it, it isn't the loudest, but it is, it is the first. So you're going to learn to trust that one. Also, another way, uh, this is a fun way to do expanded consciousness. You probably already have done it. Like whenever you travel, even when you travel different parts of the country or, you know, you go abroad or if you go somewhere really foreign to you, walk in other people's shoes. You know, traveling's a great way to try on other people's filters. And trying on other people's filters is a great way to dilute your own and allows you more access to expanded consciousness. And, you know, always question yourself, what are my intentions in life right now? Questioning yourself is expanded consciousness. Cross-checking it against what your identity is, what you think your roles are, who you think you are in this world. All those things are 3D projections of you. And expanded consciousness seeks to go above and beyond, and interestingly enough, within, to connect to the real you. So I hope this makes sense. In closing, expanded consciousness is just paying more attention. That's all it is. It's paying more attention. It's asking yourself these questions and that's it. That's it. It can change your life and uh, just create a lot of peace within you. When that special time of day comes around and I get to feed my cats Small's cat food, I just, I really look forward to it, as do the kitties. They all gather around the fridge and meow at me, hopefully, as I spoon it (laughs) into their dishes. And then they all have their spots. We figured out they all have their spots around the house where they prefer to eat. And they just eat so happily. And there's just something about the way that they eat. Like, I can't handle hearing people chew, but hearing... Kitties chew their smalls cat food just brings me such intrinsic joy. So 
our um, cats love Smalls cat food, and you've got to try Smalls. It's 2023. I mean, feeding your cat kibble, no, we can't do that anymore. It's time to update your cat food with Smalls. I mean, Smalls cat food, they're protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, okay? And it's delivered right to your door. This is quality food for your fur babies. And uh, Smalls just takes a different approach to cat food. It's cooked very gently. It's food that would be in your own kitchen. And they work with leading cat nutritionists to create recipes that are exactly what your little fur ball craves and needs. That's why my cat's hair, I can already tell like their fur is shinier. It looks healthier. I mean, and their kitty litter smells a lot less than it did before. Let me tell you. And you can try their product risk free because they are so sure your cat will love it. I can finally open a packet of cat food also and not get nauseous. It's It, it just smells like food, not like gross cat food that I'm used to from canned food um, that I used to use a long, long time ago. So remember, higher quality ingredients mean a healthier and happier life for your kitty. So head to smalls.com slash KYA and use promo code KYA at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code KYA for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code KYA for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Breakfast and lunch for me, those are times in my day when if I'm going to make the choices I shouldn't, I make it then. And it results in me feeling just like low energy and I just feel like my skin doesn't react well. Well, Sakara's flexible signature nutrition program makes it easy to plan nourishing feel-good meals around your own schedule. If you have dinner plans, you can sign up for breakfasts and lunches. If you're tired of like the same takeout, you can just choose dinners and you can customize even more when you subscribe. The options are endless and cater to your taste and your time. I'm going to tell you their food is so filling. It's so wholesome, healthy, colorful. It's gorgeous. It tastes amazing. And it cuts my cravings. And let me tell you, I am a craving person. Uh, you know, it just hits me and there's no stopping me. And the great thing about Sakara is that it's the way that they create their food is it eliminates those problems for me and probably for you too. Sakara brings expertly designed organic nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. They're science-backed, ready-to-eat meals deliver results you can see and feel from weight management and eased bloat to boosted energy and clearer skin. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash KYA or enter code KYA at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash K-Y-A to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash K-Y-A. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Okay, so hopefully after that, we can see how we can do it in our everyday. And, and it's uh, there's a modern approach to this. De- definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, and so you had a story you wanted to share that's kind of more modern. Yeah, so... When you originally gave this to me, I, I picked the Buddha. <laughs> right. But that's 2,500 years ago. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. You know, let's, let's, let's bring this into the, the modern day. Okay. Here. So something that actually has stricken terror and fear <laughs> and loathing into every Bills fan okay. is I'm what like, I thought of. Oh, it's true. <laughs> so it's true. Yes. So <laughs> those of you do, and this is where, come on, let's get the guys on now. They can, they can come back on. Where 
there's a player. His yeah. name is Aaron Rodgers. He and I don't know how much of our audience knows this. Well, and if you're tuning out already, like football, uh, no, no, don't, 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 because there's a bachelor tie-in too, yes. a bachelorette tie-in. Bachelor okay, tie-in? Well, okay. So yeah, so I don't know about that, but here, no, there is. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers is a football player. He used to play for the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. He's probably you know considered the top five best quarterbacks of all time. Mm. If people want to dispute that, that's totally fine. But <laughs> you're like, he's, he's you're really like I don't care. You can argue with me. It's fine. Right. He's won the Super Bowl. He's won the MVPs. There was a lot of controversy around him. A lot him. of controversy around him all the time. Mm-hmm. But he's considered to be one of the best. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever. In the game. Yeah. In the game. And he's won the Super Bowl. Right. Okay. And that's the big key here for Bills fans. He's won the Super <laughs> <Okay>. Bowl. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. So now why does that impact the Bills fans first? Let's just get this out of the way. <laughs> get this the Bills the have never won the Super Bowl. Right. They went to four Super Bowls in a row, lost all of them. Well, blah, we got blah. the heart. We got the heart. Right. They were supposed to win the Super Bowl last year. Everyone picked them. They didn't. All and right. now Aaron Rodgers is going to the New York Jets, yeah. who plays in the Bills division. They're in our division. They're like their rivals. And the Jets were so stinky. Right. And the Jets have been Previously. Terrible. And now they have this guy. Right. And there's like just a lot of bandwagon fans. Okay. Sorry, Jets. But <laughs> it's true. Like everyone's like, oh, now we're going to win. And the Bills fans are like, Ugh. Right. And they're terrified because <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has won the Super Bowl. And the Jets could possibly, I don't think they will, but they could possibly win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the Bills would just be, the fans would be freaking out. He's all freaking out. He's all mysterious and stuff. Right. So before he made his <laughs> mysterious decision. Mysterious and tricky. Now, here's where, what, what came to mind. Before he made his decision, he was telling everyone he had to go on this, what he called, well, I think it is called the darkness retreat. Yeah. So he went on this darkness retreat. Okay. For X amount of days. I, I looked up what it was and it's really. How are Jets fans okay with this? Well, because I, like I said, he won the Super Bowl. <laughs> like he can back it up. He can back it up. He's okay. got the credentials. All right. So the <laughs> just so wondering the darkness retreat <laughs> is basically exactly what it sounds like. You go into a little like Hobbit house, okay, in like in built into the earth, and you stay there in the dark for they recommend at least four full days. So then they recommend like a day before, a day after. Four is like the minimum that you can do. So it's a room. It's that's like a dark. room. It's yes. Is it pitch black dark or it's, just kind of like just dark dark? No, it's. I think it's pitch black dark. A lot of questions here. I know they're coming. Yeah, and I can answer them. I have a frequently asked questions page from the website. But where is it? Is it like it's in, in the, Oregon? Oh, so it's in like the wilderness. It's in the wilderness. Okay. It's middle of nowhere. There's only three of them. Like the three. There's like three hobbit houses. That you could stay they're like in. like a hobbit, so they're like, like little, yeah, like, like mossy ever, caverns. Yeah, have you ever seen like Lord <laughs> yeah. of the Rings? I think it's like built into the countryside. <laughs> oh, the visions. Yeah, you see that? Okay, I can't see it in my head because I can't see. Things, yeah, but, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, how, fire away. I'll how do you go to the answer. bathroom? How do you find the toilet? Uh, okay, <laughs> that's a great question. I actually was doing this with Abby. She was in the room when oh. I was researching it, <laughs> and they do have a toilet with a flush. With a flush. How do you find it? Well, that's what Abby asked, and she said, "Well, how you know." I have – she actually said, Dad, you have bad aim with the light on. <laughs> How would you find it in the dark? You have no and, personal light. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, they, I, I don't know how you find it. Okay. But they even like black, black out like the door. Like they have things oh, really? like so to cover the door. Are you allowed to go outside at nighttime? It was very yeah. – I wasn't sure if you leave or not. Oh, I want to like the not leaving part. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Like they deliver the meals to you. Okay. I know that. They deliver like three meals to you and one every day but only in one setting. What about snacks? I don't, I don't know if there was a mention of snacks. <laughs> I need snacks. 
you just you stay there How in much the dark. Is it? it was <laughs> I think it's two it's two fifty a night. And that I think that includes your meals. I don't know so if that's terrible. It's not terrible. It's yeah, let me let me just check here. Can you listen to music? <laughs> it's two fifty a night, which includes your meals and re- retreat support. So you get treat re- support for that. I don't know what that okay. means, but um how do you brush your teeth? How do you see if you have something on your face? <laughs> it's just so many questions. Well, I, don't think that I couldn't because bugs. I couldn't. Like, what if it, I don't know if a spider is near me? That would really stress me out. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, does it get cold in there? Can you have a nightlight? I was wondering that too. Do you have, yeah. Can I you have a fire? Think you do. But here, here's what it says. So, anyways, he went to this. So yes, he went to this. Okay. Because, and I think you're gonna get into a reading of him in a little bit. Yeah. He had to make a huge decision. You know, he was on the Packers, and I. Think, and you know he's had like you said he's got a lot of controversy in football yeah. like a vaccine thing and and he had to make the decision i assume you know maybe to quit football he's he's older he's he's having a mid, maybe a midlife crisis like the buddha right and he has to decide maybe quit football stay with the packers do i really want to go to this horrible team known as the new york jets <laughs> that's not nice and ruin all bills fans <laughs> hopes and dreams you know so so this is what it says okay so you go into this place all right and it's different for everyone, but typically they find that the retreatants, is what, as they're called, okay. sleep. You, you're going to sleep more or less for the first 24 to 48 hours. Wow. Okay. Okay. I could do that. So basically now I paid 500 bucks to go to sleep. Okay. All right. You know, that, I guess whatever. <laughs> <laughs> now, they, they, now, as the time goes, that's why they said you need at least like four, like three to four days at least. Yeah. Now, as the time goes on, you're going to find you're not going to sleep so much, and you might only be sleeping one or two hours a night. Oh, really? Now, that's you already. So I don't know yeah. why you have to pay $500. You only sleep like a few hours a night. But anyway, <laughs> if you want to pay the $500, sure. Now, the altered states of consciousness naturally begin to arise the third day. You're there three days in the dark before you start yes. having bigger thoughts about things. Exactly. Like, who am I? Yeah, exactly. I have those all the time. Yes. I have those... Without any sort of prompting. That's right. I think right. a lot of us do. No, here you got to pay the $500 okay, okay. before you even start. All right. So you're really getting – Yes. I, I get that. I okay. get that. That, that. Okay. And then as the retreat goes on – this is why they tell you to get more days. You know, mm-hmm. book seven days, book ten days. You know, right. They continue the, – your consciousness, you'll continue to intensify as the retreat progresses. This is due to the different neurochemical reactions that occur – from various glands and hormones being both suppressed and or stimulated from the light deprivation. This can cause – this results in heightened sensory sensitivities, visions, lucid dreaming, and many other profound and insightful experiences. Okay. So so it's a way to cut off your senses so that you have more of an expanded consciousness. Exactly. Right. I mean this is truly no different than the Buddha sitting under the Bodhi tree right. for seven days right. meditating. Okay. You know, so they really haven't, uh, I think a lot of people talk about like, the, the go on a vacation and they, they come back with a new mindset. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of different, or there's a lot of different ways to do it. Or you go through some sort of trauma and they have a new mindset or there's, there's a lot of different exactly. ways. It's yes. just, a, it's just one way to, it's, it's one reason. way to do it. So he went there. He went there and you know, you, people were all wondering, what is he doing in his yeah. darkness retreat? He's not like, like I remember like, like ESPN, you know, sports radio, they were all talking, we won't know till he gets out of his darkness retreat. Oh What's going to happen? That's crazy. So here's like he's the, like the groundhog. Yeah. Like he emerges. Right. He's like, I saw oh, my shadow and the Jets. <laughs> this is the Jets. <laughs> so I don't know how long he was there for, but he was there for a week. So whatever. I, I don't, I don't know. So to me, 
you don't have to do that. You don't have to go to this extreme. Yeah. Um, if you want to, of course you, you can, but I don't need two days of, you know, before of sleeping and I know you went into it. We know you went into yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not doing it. But that's interesting that he did it. So, he did it. so some, when somebody does things like this, because it's very not football guy or whatever. Right. Um, you know, it's interesting because, yes, I am on numerous Bills Mafia fan pages on Facebook, and his picture has been coming up all the time. Like, people like keep posting it and asking questions. And so I've been looking at him, I'm like, man, this guy looks like. It's like, I've always just been a little nervous about him. Like, are you okay, dude? You know, like he always feels like he needs nurturing or a hug, but he wouldn't, he'd have a hard time accepting it like that. Yeah. Um, he's got, he's green indigo oh. and he wears inauthentic purple. Okay. Cause I would have said green, green purple. purple. Yeah. yeah I was like green purple. It's, it's the inauthentic. I think he liked to be green purple, like Tom Brady. Right. Like where you can like really kind of shut it down a little bit better or like, like I always say, purples have an ability to they're, it's an empath color. They totally know what's going on, but they can treat reality like a movie. So they're watching it and they know what's going on, but they also have an awareness that I'm not, that's a movie. That's not me. You know, they can watch reality as if, and not, you know, have that little screen between them and it. Indigos can't do that. I feel like he'd like to do that. Okay. He, you know, also in, in that high pressure position that you are in as like a quarterback like that, the focus that is necessary. I mean, so all that. So, so that's actually interesting because you always say indigos like to get away from the world for a while. Yes. Usually, you do it for an afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Here, he's doing it for you know seven days. In the I darkest. Guess, that doesn't. I mean, that sounds not the worst. I'm going to be honest to <laughs> okay. you. Like, if somebody's like, like a, "Hey, Meg, yeah. booked you a darkness retreat." Like, after I was like, "Hey, you, you and the kids okay?" I'd be like, "Bye." Like, you know, you, you would be more okay with it, like if it was like this cabin with the lights on. I need more snacks and the Netflix, and I need a night a night light. Right. Netflix would be good. Yeah. So if, you, <laughs> if you had like HBO, Netflix, Showtime, all those channels, yeah, and you were in this little cabin, lights right. on. You know, so you can see the toilet. I, I just need a nightlight. Yeah, you be a, fine. A low, you, you do this a too. low light. But right. anyways, my point okay. is, is low that light. that that's that doesn't concern me so much. Okay, so I looked at a picture of him. Okay. Before. Before the retreat. The retreat. This is before the retreat. And here okay. it is, right here. Oh, I'll put okay. it up. Okay. It looks a little mad. He, he just always seems angry and like on the brink of a breakdown. And like the inauthentic purple makes me nervous for his mental health. That's and I'm not a doctor and I'm not a professional, but he's like a man on the edge. Or he could get unhinged very quickly. Um, and I feel like he goes into the green. So, like, the the amazing focus is actually a reprieve for him. So it could be that that crazy high-pressure situations are some sort of a retreat in itself. Like, he can isolate himself in the game. And he can isolate himself in who even, like, his health and, like, the playing and that kind of stuff or whatever. Um, but then I wonder if these things happen more off season or something with them. Uh, and I know he's had a lot of different romantic relationship issues and stuff throughout time. Um, I just see with him that he's a deep, deep thinker. And when the green isn't working anymore and the indigo rushes in, uh, he can't handle it. Like it's too much. It's like an onslaught of energy and an onslaught of emotion. Also, and this is where The Bachelor comes in, believe it or not. I don't even know if you know this. His brother was on um, – he was like a contestant and won. Okay. On the, he, wasn't the, he wasn't the man. No, the JoJo Fletcher was okay. The Bachelorette, and she chose Jordan Rogers as her – I think they got married. Okay. Like they're together or whatever, and uh, as, as her fiancé. Do you, do you know his colors or – no. Yeah, oh, I do. Did. Yeah, oh, okay. Jordan's red and blue. Oh, he's a red blue. Yeah, so okay. Jordan's red. So the family's really interesting. So then yeah, I was like, I got to look at this family because yeah. he's a str- so the whole thing that came out of the Bachelorette is Aaron Rodgers is estranged from his family, and really? he and Aaron Rodgers doesn't really talk about it. 
But on The Bachelorette, this was like back in 2016, like they were talking about it. Like, oh, we don't really talk. Because Aaron was like the most, he's always been, I guess he was well known. I didn't know who he was. No, I yeah. was just watching The Bachelor and I'm like, oh, wow. They don't talk to it, the quarterback, NFL quarterback. So, you know? so what you're saying is he indigo, indigoed yeah. the family? It feels like, well, here, you know, and family stuff's complicated, yeah. you know, but I can see where he needs to, when you're indigo, it is so hard to make a decision. Okay. There you go. It, when you are indigo, you you can't do it. You, and you can't do it overnight. It's going to take processing. And I tell people this all the time because I had to learn it the hard way myself. To make a choice takes me, uh, I don't know, a variable amount of time. I don't know. It, it definitely three to three days to three months. It takes time for me to make it. It takes time. If you're indigo, it takes time to make a choice. Okay. Because it all comes in and there's... And also, he doesn't really have the support system of family, you know, and so he's alone. So I feel like he definitely has to lean on himself and and what he can find in within himself to make these choices. So expanded consciousness might be more attractive to him and more accessible to him because that's all he's got. He's look, he's searching for some sort of truth. I'm looking at his family, and this is where it gets really complicated. And I'm not putting them down, and I don't know them personally. These are my own thoughts, okay? Yeah. But <laughs> I feel like I have to say things like that. No, no, no. That, that's fine. His dad and mom, I have pictures of them. They are very, um, this is how I think, therefore, this is how it is, people. Okay. Dad is green and red and blue. Whoa. So the green-red dad thing, it's like, I'd have to really deep dive into dad and see which one was first, but my doesn't matter because he's so got, you, you can't tell if he was a I can't tell I'd have to red. see him as a kid because yeah. either either he was like a red blue guy who did like a lot of green stuff or he's like a green blue guy that did kind of red stuff okay. like that kind of thing but he wears both of them very but one's inauthentic but my point is he's a very rigid dude like he and I feel like Aaron grew up with a dad that's like this is this is good character this is correct this is what you do i am the truth don't listen to yourself don't go into yourself listen to what i just said and here's the reasons why what i just said is correct and they probably were his way works for him the thing is is when you're indigo you have like four different ways to look at something at any given time and dad was always like no you come to me as source and I feel like they were religious too. So that might have a component as well. So there's like, no, no, no. Outside of yourself, here you go. This is how you make choices. So I feel like when Aaron, it's time to make a choice. He wasn't given those foundations of finding it in his own way, in his own truth, in his own way of figuring stuff out on top of his own aura colors thing. So it makes sense to me that he has to go do these kind of over the top things to make a decision. And it makes me feel sad for him. But at the same time, I'm happy that he's found his own way of making choices, you know, and then mom, she's super, super yellow. And it's like the I told you so yellow. So she's like, what What my husband says go goes. Um, your childhood was great. You know, like like sometimes moms like that, they don't, not, they, people don't always mean to be the way they are. You know, I feel like they did their best. And he's got two other brothers and they're all very close. So there could be, you know, there's two sides to every story and the truth, of course. But I just get from Aaron's perception, it's like there's no room for me to have an alternate thought about things. There's no room for me to be different. There's no room. And that's why the whole controversy with the vaccination thing, and it doesn't, I'm not saying yes or no or anything. I'm just saying, like, I think it's very triggering for him to be told what to do. And, yeah. and because his whole life was like, no, like what we say is dogma. And there's no room for you to have your own thought about things. 
Okay, so th- that very that's fascinating. It's really deep. And I guess we need childhood. I think you need childhood photos here. I don't think we have them. But oh uh, yeah, I could have. Yeah, if we if we had them. So do you think Aaron Rodgers? Mm-hmm. You said he's green indigo. Yeah, where's the inauthentic purple? Yeah. So do you think he was like a green, maybe blue kid, and then because of like. Living in that, uh, you know, having that upbringing, you know, with his dad being, we, we're not even sure here, red or green, and the mom being a yellow. Oh, no, then, I'm looking at him. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just found him. No. Oh, my God. He's so. What? Oh, tell me. Oh, he's such a sweetie. Oh, little Aaron. He's so sensitive. So he's an indigo. If I read this little. Oh, my God. He's going to make me cry. All right. Read it. Okay. Let's, let's hear it. If I was, let's say I was talking to mom and she believed this stuff, which she wouldn't because I think they're super religious and stuff. That's fine. <laughs> I would say your son. Yeah, I've said this to women that I've read who've given me their kids that have this kind of aura combo. What a sensitive child. What a sensitive little boy. He leads first with his feelings. And I would say this is a future indigo. He wears so much of his mom's yellow, by the way. In that picture. He's not yellow, but he wears mom's yellow. I'll see little boys absorbing mom because they love mommy so much. And they want, and mommy probably was like very yellow, like, oh, here's our schedule, do, do, do. And, um, okay, mom, you know, like along with you for the ride there, but he's really green. I could, and I just feel like mom is more the, not the dad. I wonder if dad just stepped in later more, like when they got more yeah. athletic and maybe now he's like, now I'll step in, you know, but he's so little in this picture that it's like mommy, 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 mommy. So he's an absorber. Yeah. He's an, so I would say he's a future indigo. He's blue. He's like blue green and but he's absorbing mom's yellow in this picture but he's sensitive what a sensitive child so i feel bad for him and i feel like he just needed more nurturing yeah because you know that's why i just want to hug him when i see him even though i feel like he'd be like "Uh, don't touch me (laughs) (laughs) yeah because he doesn't give off the indigo vibe he gives off the more green purple that's why i thought purple he's a little gruff gruff gruff, but i feel like he's a deep thinker yeah and he gets in his head you know yeah and that's, so, what, that's what he said to go on the retreat. Yeah. You know, get out of your head. So you can that's interesting. And then Very his family, just like with the the whole, ba- they keep kind of, think they're trying to get him back in the fold by kind of mentioning him every once in a while in the media. And like with somebody who's indigo, it's just not going to work. Green indigo, especially. Because they're just going to be like, well, yeah. well, I just ignored you. I'm just indigo further now. You know? So, Very, yeah. It's, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, they say you're attracted to your colors, the Green Bay Packers, yellow and green. Oh. So maybe that's why the know, green. he was attracted to that team. And then the Jets are team. green. The Jets are green. So okay. I don't know. <laughs> maybe not. I have no idea. But there, it, is, it is interesting. That is, that, and I guess that would make sense why, you know, because he, he also was known for doing the ayahuasca. Okay. Like those kind of things. Yeah. And going on, he's, he's done these retreats before. That's very attractive to people to, who, um, I get it. it. It can be very attractive. Like you just want to get out of your programming. Yeah. Well, that, I'm, okay. Yeah. Well, myself, I'm going to tell you, you know, I'm going to go against the grain here. I found a retreat <laughs> that I want to go on. Okay. Yeah. So you want to expand your consciousness and... You told me that you found a really special retreat and you wouldn't tell me anything else until we got on air. So here we are. Yeah. So I did <laughs> so, extensive research. Lord only knows. Yeah, I think I'm going to this. <laughs> okay. It's in October. Okay. October 15th to the 19th. Now it's called the buffet year. Okay. Now I thought it was a Jimmy Buffett retreat oh, at like first. Margaritaville. And that's why I started reading about it. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like some Margaritaville <laughs> thing. And I was really attracted to it and I opened it up. That's why I picked that one at first. But as I went through it, you know, I kept getting even more excited. Okay. Okay. So first of all, 
This is a guys only retreat. So you don't have to worry. There's going to be no women there. Oh, I, w- I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> it, it's just going to be me and the guys. Okay. Okay. And it's only going to be maybe like 10 to 14 of us. Oh. In, yeah. And an intimate group. Yes. It's our, I guess it's the buffet year. So okay. I, I guess that means like all you could eat them. I'm thinking we're going to eat a lot, but um, it's an immersion retreat. I'm not really sure what an immersion retreat means. You're immersing yourself. In everything. They probably yeah. take your phone and stuff. Yeah, that, that could be. It's now, an, yeah. <laughs> it is a curated space. This is what they're going to do for me. Okay. Where men can evolve who crave an intimate opportunity to try new things and foster connections with others while working on self-discovery, active offerings, community connection, and spiritual work. Well, that sounds really nice. Yeah. Why are you laughing at that? <laughs> why are you okay, ridiculing well, that all, lovely just, thought well for, i'm just calling overtime here so you okay. can go now if you want oh, all okay. right you know what good idea yeah let's call overtime to be overtime safe. Well, it says you, oh overtime means you probably should leave yeah and it's we're like, sorry ahead of time anything that comes out of my mouth is on you not on me <laughs> yeah so well here's the thing trying new things it's 10 men and <laughs> i mean i mean is this a jumanji thing i'm not sure right now it depends you know, if you're into that we were participants in the cir- circle of content. Well, consent. Oh, consent. That's a long time that was ago. A long time ago. All right. So th- it's four. So you're days. trying to say things could get I'm saying, very intimate. Well, it says try new things. Well, I'm sure only with your consent. If that's something you're into, well, it hasn't said consent. It said immersion, and it's a and remember, it's a buffet. <laughs> okay. Okay. Think of these four days as a much needed getaway. Explore and transform. Using the Buffett year principles. I, I don't know what those are. Oh. Um, are you allowed to say this retreat so, like, well, freely on here? Well, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I mean, it's in Joshua Tree. In oh, California. that's nice. Yeah, so that's nice. That's again, nice. desert. We're going desert theme again. Oh, the desert. Yeah. Now, I like this part. Okay. It's going to be a shared. Well, I don't like the shared space because, you know, I'm a uh, social distancer. I'm sure you can pay for a single room. Yeah. But it's a private luxury estate Ooh. with countless amenities. Oh, my God. It's a rich person's mansion. And off site excursions wait are you going to somebody's house it could be the bachelor mansion is that in oh, the desert i don't think that's uh, in no. joshua tree yeah we're going i think we're going to someone's house I, is it daddy warbucks is he like hosting a whole well at first i thought it was jimmy buffett so i'm like yeah, yeah. i'll spend four days with jimmy buffett if, <laughs> if, you know if a jumanji happened I, okay <laughs> <laughs> so i you know i wanted to know you know for me i need to know what's going to happen mm-hmm. so here's the some of the itinerary so okay. at 8 a.m I'm doing yoga and meditation. You can do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm good at that. And I've already been close to someone while doing yoga. Yeah. Cast wind in my <laughs> face. 10 a.m. breakfast. I prefer it to be a little earlier, but all right, I'll go with the 10 a.m. breakfast. Fine. Uh, 11 a.m. I'm taking a spiritual hike because I did sign up, by the way. Oh. And I am high desert rock climbing. This all sounds like you'd love this. Yeah. Mojave guides are going to guide me. That sounds cool. Yeah. I guess. This sounds know. nice. 1230. We're eating lunch. One thirty to 5, I'm relaxing and recharging Okay. with a scheduled massage, Oh. a Thai body work. I don't, I don't know what that is. Oh, well, there we go now. See, this is where I get my doubts. <laughs> You're like, define that. <laughs> yes. I'm taking a cold plunge. Oh. Is that with a bathing suit? I don't know. I guess that's a uh, hot tub, heated pool. I'm going to read. And of course, I'm going to journal. Okay. Then 5.30. I'm having my dinner prepared by a gourmet chef from the desert. Okay. Someone, you know. A desert gourmet chef. Yep. And we're going to have steak, 
We're going to have poke bowls. Okay. That we call poke so bowls. It's not vegan or anything. Oh, there's a mu- oh, main course has mushroom in it. Do you think? I, I'm sure they I would do that dietary out? restrictions. Yeah, because it's a mushroom so reduction. Like- okay. And I'm not sure what that is. It's just a, like a little sauce. I mean, I'm probably going to get an espresso too. Okay. And <laughs> I know what that is now, by the way. Excuse me, desert chef. What and, is a mushroom reduction? Yeah. And then from 7 to 9.30, there's going to be live music, dancing. What? Yes. What this doesn't says. sound like an expanded. Okay. Okay. Right off the bat, I want Aaron Rodgers' darkness retreat before Are you this sure? one. Are you sure? Yeah. Because like it says here. And leave me alone at the other one. This is a lot of, a lot just, of activities. I just, <laughs> I just have to read one more part. Okay. The retreat is perfect for men who feel stuck in a rut and who want a container to try new things. Okay. <laughs> Explorers interested in cultivating connection while unblocking themselves. All right. Okay. Professionals who want to unplug from the grind and try new experiences. And finally, and this is where I'm probably going to have to cancel, evolved men who are ready to jump into their buffet year with a bang. What's up? <laughs> so um, I'm canceling. I'm canceling. <laughs> What are you scared? Yes, terrified. I'm terrified. <laughs> what are you scared of? I'm alone like in it? the desert. I'd, ra- I'd rather be in ro- with Aaron Rodgers in a dark. Hut. I think like you just don't like people touching you. No, and so that's what I'm afraid of. You're afraid of anybody, really. Right. You just don't want anyone touching you. Yeah, and I, and they don't give the pricing. Oh, they so don't. So I don't know how much I'm paying for this. Okay. You know, I mean, well, I know how much my credit card like, rang it up, but I canceled it. It sounds like uh, just like a getaway. Yeah, with a bunch of guys. Yeah. in the desert. With live music, some, you know, fancy foods. Is there drinking? It did not say. Okay. okay it didn't say, like, you know, yeah, you know fancy it. Grey Goose, whatever. Right. It didn't say anything like we that. We just go on a cruise. I don't know. Um, I don't know. You think I should go or no? I think you should. You think I should go? <laughs> I think it'd be good for I mean, you. It goes with a bag. All right. <laughs> All right. Well... <laughs> Like I said, I, I prefer to do my meditating here, my yoga at the Y, yeah. my expanded consciousness on the podcast, and in my discussion groups. That's what I prefer. I I would do Aaron Rodgers' retreat. You would. Yeah, yeah you might. I've you're decided. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if the lights could be dimmed. We could, we could ask them. Yeah. I just need my skylight. I'm good. Yeah. They seem like a nice couple that runs it. We yeah. could just ask them, hey. Oh, I need more, more food. Could you put in a nightlight? Yeah. <laughs> I, my retreat support includes a nightlight. Yeah. Maybe a question for you. <laughs> question, for you p- question for you. Could you put in a nightlight <laughs> for, for Mystic Michaela? All right. At Netflix. At the Netflix passcode. Could she, could she, what is it? What is it when you borrow someone's Netflix? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know Netflix I that hates too. that. Yeah, you need that too. Could we borrow your Netflix just for, just for a few days? Um, well, obviously this podcast expanded your consciousness. So, oh, especially this last part. Yeah. <laughs> know this podcast is for you and about you and we're so glad you spent some time with us today 